What's up guys? Damn, there's a Tesla right beside me. Old man driving it, enjoying the luxury things in life. What is up guys? Uh, this is Connor and this is my little podcast. You know, this is where I just talk shit and don't get hit. This is where I uh, speak my mind and don't go blind. No, I'm just kidding. That was stupid. That was hella dumb. But no, honestly, what is up? I hope y'all are having a great day today. I hope y'all had a great day today. It is currently 9:10 at night. All right, 9:10 at night. What did you do today? Ask yourself that question. Think about it for a second. And say it out loud. What did you do today? I can't answer what you did. But I can tell you what I did. And I can give you an example. Right? It started last night. Around 11.50. I'm going to start with last night because... I probably didn't go to sleep until about 12. I was doing homework all night, stayed up last night, you know, just doing some homework, trying to get ahead so that way I have a week to study for my uh, my biology test, right, that's coming up off of five chapters. So I am current, I was currently uh, doing homework and I got pretty tired. So. I normally just push myself into the point where I'm literally like dozing off and I like no matter even if I get up even if I splash water on my face if I try to drink something eat something like nothing works so that like that's normally like like my point where I'm like all right well and it would be different if the assignment was due but you know it's not due for another week so uh, I'm, I'm good I got pretty tired so I went upstairs and I fell asleep, whatever, around 12 o'clock. Well, I woke up around 4.15 in the morning. I was going to work on school, but I found out that it snowed. And it probably snowed about 4 to 5 inches. And it was mainly straight ice, but fuck it. And I, uh, I started shoveling. I shoveled a little area, like, on our walkway. Probably 15, 20 feet, shoveled that. And then I shoveled away for Abby and I to get to our cars just in case Abby wanted to drive. And of course I had to go to work. So I walked the dogs. I was outside with the dogs while I was shoveling shoveling snow at like 4.30 in the morning. Then once I got inside, it was about 4.50. So I get my lunch together, gather my lunch, you know, everything that it consists of, which it consists of an apple a banana, a breakfast essentials chocolate milk, a Chobani yogurt with berries. For breakfast, I ate turkey bacon, Brussels sprouts, and sweet potato. And then for lunch, I had chicken, green beans, and sweet potatoes. That was, you know, my lunch that I brought to work today because since I work on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays now, uh, 
sorry, I don't know what this 18, you can't trust 18 wheelers, man, they're crappy drivers, but anyways, so I, I work at the hospital, so by 5.25, I had to leave, because the roads were pretty bad, and I wanted to make sure I got to work on time, of course, I got to work on time, like I'm supposed to, and I worked. Well, I didn't know I was on call today. Well, actually, scratch that. They gave me three rooms. And I know you don't understand this, but what I do in the operating room is I help set up the rooms. I help when the patient comes in the room. I help the scrub tech set up their stuff. I help them open up the sterile equipment. I help the nurses get whatever they need for the room. I get I help the nurses get whatever they they need for the patient so I'm constantly running around helping people helping the doctors helping the nurse helping the scrub tech and helping whoever is back in anesthesia I kind of just help everybody like um, I'm an aide in the room right so I'm I walk a lot oh and I get the beds which you'll have to walk all the way upstairs grab a bed then walk all the way downstairs with the bed you know you have to clean a bed bring it all the way back to pre-op and then you know this cycle repeats itself so I walk a lot I do a lot well this morning I come in and I find out I have three rooms okay so not only are those rooms shoulders which if you don't know about a shoulder the shoulder bleeds a lot so if you're doing a total shoulder or a reverse or an anatomic, there's going to be a lot of blood on the floor. Well, there's also shoulder scopes. In shoulder scopes, you use something called LR, lactated ringers, uh, with some tools. And you use that liquid to clear out the blood that would be because you put in cameras and then you fix whatever it is you need to fix that way. So with this one doctor I was working with he uses a lot of LR so what happens when you use a lot of LR well a lot of LR ends up on the floor so you have massive puddles or what we call ponds of LR in the operating room and when you have three rooms like it, it takes a good while to clean up you got to throw down blankets you, you know you're using dry mops you're, you know you're doing all this extra stuff to try to get it up off the floor so I had two rooms of straight shoulders and then I had another room of knees and shoulders. So I couldn't get away from shoulders today, which I mean, it is what it is, right? Well, it honestly seems like sometimes they want me to fail. Like they put me in situations where they wouldn't put other people in. And it's funny because if anybody else was in the, the same position, they would, you know, cry and complain and you know that's all they would do all day make it make it get to them well I didn't I didn't let it get to me so I had three rooms all day and I found out I was on call so I stayed an extra hour after work so that's 13 hours at the hospital straight walking I didn't get to eat breakfast until 11 o'clock I didn't get to eat lunch until 3 o'clock, you know. So I, I was moving all day. 
and work 13 hours. Well, what do I do after that 13 hour shift? I hit the gym. Well, what did, what did I do at the gym? I did triceps, chest, and shoulders. I did four sets of 12 reps. And the weights that I'm lifting, they were, they were pretty good. Like they were pretty solid that I struggled with, especially on the last, the last set. So that's how you know you're pushing yourself. And then after that workout, I sprinted a mile on the treadmill at 8.0, a whole mile. That's on average, like I think a seven minute mile, which isn't bad, but you know, it's still after a workout, after I probably walk on average anywhere from 19 to 24,000 steps a day every time I work at the hospital. So like I'm doing a lot, I'm moving a lot and it's it can get mentally draining but you know what now i'm coming home at 9 20 now i'm coming home and i am gonna do some more homework because that's the grind that's what it comes down to you have to do something you have to be moving like you have to be you know pushing yourself putting yourself in uncomfortable situations that are going to ultimately benefit you in the long run why, why would I do something that's just going to hurt my chances of becoming a doctor or why would I do something that's going to hurt my chances of breaking up with Abby or I think I said that wrong why would I do something that is going to harm my chances of being with Abby by us breaking up that's what I should have said why would I do something that's going to, you know, harm my body? My body is a temple. You need to treat your body like a temple. It's a special thing and we take advantage of it every day. So you want your body to be as strong as possible at all times. So if I want my dream body, I have to work towards my dream body. That means even on the days where I'm feeling super tired or I'm really uncomfortable or you know I just I don't want to work out you still have to push yourself and work out uh, same thing that goes with working you know I want my money I want to be able to pay for school well you know what you you gotta work you gotta choose to work every day So I'm going to ask you again, what have you done today? Have you benefited from anything that you have done today? I can say I learned some things in the operating room. I was able to watch some surgeries. I was, uh, I was able to make some money, do a good job at the hospital like actually work hard to where other people could notice and I worked out and, and then I'm gonna do homework when once I get home all of those things benefit me and I, I did hop on Instagram and Twitter you know real quick 
something that that doesn't benefit me in any way possible you know it was real quick like I'm talking like maybe out of the whole day five minutes on both things but it, it's because it's a habit it's because if it's like an addiction that I'm honestly trying to break but I also don't want to break it because I want to be able to start posting things online you know because I enjoy I enjoy it I enjoy posting things I enjoy you know posting the adventures that I have you know what my life is like I enjoy that stuff so I just need more content I need to be posting more content which is why I don't want to completely delete the app but I know it's it's not a great habit so I have to use it responsibly which I'm getting better at I've just, I've come to realize, I can speak from my own personal point of view, last year hit me pretty hard, I was tired, I was worn out, and I know somebody always has a more difficult life than you do, but it, but it doesn't take away that, you know, you're going through something with your own life. I've worked hard since I turned 16, you know, I was able to get a job. I wrestled and I worked and in the summer I worked full-time even though I wasn't supposed to because I was a minor I made a good amount of money and then same thing senior year saved up enough money to be an exchange student my parents needed me at the time they both got unemployed so I used my money that I saved up to help them with the bills I I used my my time that I was supposed to take off and be at another country to help my siblings, tell my parents, you know, with my siblings while they try to work, you know, crappy jobs just to help pay the bills while I take care of the kids, clean around the house, cook around the house, or cook dinner, um, take care of the kids where they had to go, uh, you know, I, I would even go to my siblings, like, parent-teacher conference, and the, the teachers wouldn't take me seriously, but it's all right because my siblings knew, like, I was the closest thing that they had. I was, you know, their idol. They looked up to me, and honestly, I looked up to them as well because, you know, they were just really good kids, but I come up to Ohio, struggle a lot. I did. I was making about $1,500 a month, and my bills ended up being, like, $1,200 a month or $1,300 a month, including like groceries, you know, gas, car, electric, like I didn't have any help and I was going to school. So it was, it was difficult for me. I was working two jobs and the jobs weren't paying me at all. They were paying me crap. You know, I was pretty happy at the jobs, but they were paying me pretty crappy. So I had to figure out what was my next option. What was I going to do next? You know, I bugged my boss over and over to teach me a skill that I'm able to use that I can average about $30 an hour, that I can make about, you know, even if I'm not trying, 30K a year. You know, when I do try, I can make up to like 60, 70K a year. And that's not even me owning, and that's at 50% commission. That's not even at 100% commission. So you have to teach yourself a skill that, that you're able to use that no one can take away from you that's going to better your life. So currently, not only am I using that skill to help pay the bills, but I'm also at a job where I can be in the operating room and learn all the things I need to learn 
So that way I'm not far ahead of when I apply to medical school. I know you won't always get the best of opportunities, but you do have to make the best of them. And you start with your attitude. If your attitude is great, you can be in the shittiest situation and still, you know, prosper. But you can be in the greatest situation, have the crappiest attitude, and be doing awful and still be miserable. So it starts with, you know, your attitude, number one. And then number two, it starts, and then it goes to drive. You need to have a drive. You have to be willing to push yourself every single day. Put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Because when you're faced with that uncomfortable situation in the future, it's going to be a little easy. You know, you do these things to better yourself, to feel good about yourself. If you're not progressing, you're declining. You need to be moving. And that's just life. There are not going to be many people that are happy that are doing things in life that just end up setting them backwards. You know, where they take one step forward but then take five steps back you have and a way to avoid that is to get a goal get a dream get a hobby uh it doesn't matter what just find something that interests you and go do it go figure it out go try to master it and be happy doing it keep on trying to get better at it and you will go pretty far from there and that's a starting point so just keep on moving keep on pushing yourself so tomorrow if I ask what did you do today I better be able to get a pretty good response and you know just get something like I said, that's going to benefit you. Ultimately, you will feel good about yourself and you'll reap the, the rewards. Tomorrow, I'm doing school and then I'm helping my roommate groom a dog because she got surgery and she can't groom. So all of her grooming clients, I'm helping her. That's what friends do. That's what family does. When your friend or family member is down or they can't do something and you're capable of helping, just help them. Give them a hand. Not only will you feel good about yourself, but it's the right thing to do. Because if you were in the same situation, you would want the same thing in return. So do something. I challenge you to do something great tomorrow. Do something great every day. Every day, try to put one smile on somebody's face. Every day, compliment one person. Every day, do something generous. And every day, push yourself to be the best person possible. Because ultimately, if you're the best person you can possibly be, then you help the people around you. And that means the people around you are benefiting off of you. And if you're the worst person ever, if you're the worst person you can be, then the people around you are struggling. 
And why would you want people that you care about to struggle? Be great, do great, act great, and be happy. I just got home. I will see y'all tomorrow. Have a good night and stay great.